a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast for we. I'm Eugene Cordero. Mwah. I'm Ryan Stanger. <laughs> have discussions and answer questions and all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience. A little bit of French. So please keep in mind that we're not doctors or pastry chefs. Never claim to be. Nope. Just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves chocolate croissants. Right. And want to help you with your fitness. Right. And the help can start right in wah. Ooh. Wah, there. Yeah. You know, um, this is the April Stanger and I checkup. Checkup, check in. Check in, check up, check out. Check out. What's happening in um, in fitness for ourselves and for you guys and everything. And, um, and uh, you know, we're here right in the, in the middle of spring. Smack dab in the middle of April. And um, I can't exercise outside. Yeah, Eugene's getting decimated by oh. this these pollen yeah. and the allergies. It's crazy. I'm getting a lot of um people this this past week people have been like, "You have you like they'll do like the have you smoked weed move?" Oh. Like they'll do the thing where they're the like secret like, yeah. Have you shown up high to this yeah. thing." <laughs> they're like, you know, putting their their fingers against their mouth like I'm puffing. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No, why? And it's just because he's gymnastic class. <laughs> yeah. Showing up a little big there, Daddy. Hey, <laughs> Daddy, you you okay to swim with your son? <laughs> um, but it's just because my eyes have been crushed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I need to start changing my contacts. Like more. Like these are two week contacts, and maybe mm. I need to like freshen change them up, up, fresh them up because they're no. getting them pollens in it. Caked with pollen. Yeah, I got the, and they come out and they're green. Is yeah, that weird? Right. Yeah, I have green bad, eyes right now. It's a bad sign, but cool. Uh, yeah, what super blooms? Super blooms gotten to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so we had crazy rain out here in Cali, which is amazing. Wild rain. We love know, it. You know, wild. Yeah, yeah. You, you hope it doesn't have to do with any kind of global warming. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, God, I wish. Weird. I wish that every winter was like rainy like this. Yeah, it would change the the type topography of of California a little bit. But. Yeah, it'd be a little more green. Yeah, you know the problem is then you hit like we're like oh thank God this rain is what we needed and then there's a bunch of experts that are like actually we can't use any of this water. Yeah, <laughs> actually it's it's bad. We can't use any of the water. It doesn't matter. It has to do with the snowpack. So like snow has to fall, yeah, and then it has to it, where wherever snow does in California, it's not it it's not um, a pack that two pieces of snow snowflakes make with each other <laughs> to like stick around. Yeah. You and me, <laughs> <laughs> let's make a we're blood we're yeah. blood brothers. Uh oh, it's hot. <laughs> uh, but uh, and then like and then it has to stay cold enough. So that it has a slow melt. Got it. And then the melt, co- and then it trickles down, and that's the water we use. So it, you would think that, like, after 50 years of telling us that, like, actually the rain doesn't matter, they would figure out some fucking silo system nah, for the water. I think people are just happier just to tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, sure, it feels good that it rains, but it doesn't matter for any of yeah. it. Some water fucking expert. Fuck you, Fuck Einstein. You. Einstein of water. Yeah. I'm supposed to be impressed. E equals H2O, you fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. You fucking patent clerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like it. But these allergies are crushed. Yeah, so it caused like these crazy blooms of these wildflowers. Beautiful so, wildflowers. Yeah, it looks great. 
but uh, it's uh, making Eugene sneeze like oh, a yeah. fucking. Uh, it's uh, it's my um, it's like my um, uh, my uh, kryptonite, man. Yeah, dude. And it's crazy because like as soon you know, it's been almost ten years here in in La La Land, and um, I haven't had to take much of allergy medicine or anything. And when I was in Michigan, I had the shots as a kid, and it Ooh. did good. And uh, and uh, and it got me away from it for a while, and then. You know, like, I think after a while you need to re-up or something. I don't know what it was. But I was living in New York, and that's just straight-up concrete, so yeah. fine. Right. Not getting any allergies, really, unless I was in Central Park getting, um, you know, murdered on the grass or something. And, uh, By a bird lady. Yeah, bird lady just fucking punching me in the face and pushing my head down into the grass. Unless that was happening, I was pretty good. Yeah. And then out here... Pretty good because it's like pretty deserty. Yeah. Um, you know, s- sometimes if I was doing like any kind of like extensive outdoor training, sure, we'll get you. What? Uh, so yeah, I mean, what do you go on? You go on Clarinase or some shit? What is that called? Claritin? Uh, <laughs> Clarinase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I usually just make like a turkey sandwich with some Clarinase on it. <laughs> Helps me out for the day. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that Dijonese commercial where they did the Dij, 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 Dijonese? No, but Dij, now it Dij. sounds familiar like <laughs> like it's like one of those commercials that would always be on, like I'd get up, like watching a game, get up to like use the bathroom. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. yeah. I would hear it in, in, my, in my world. Yeah, they just repurposed Duke of Earl. And yeah. I think it was like, as I. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah I think they, they went, went into it? They went into it. Yeah. Dijonese, man. <laughs> Pretty good idea. Yeah. I think you I think you're But that's the, just mayonnaise and mustard. Right? Yeah, I think the problem is they're trying to take something that was like a natural phenomenon and like sure. make it theirs and you're like, nah, you can't nah. fucking bottle that. You gotta nah, man. Just, that just has to happen. I'm gonna hold on to my poupon. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to my best foods now. Or helmets, right? Wasn't didn't Hellman's become best foods? Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. the f- Miracle Whip and all that? Or may- no. just straight up mayo? Mayo. Straight up mayo. Miracle Whip. What is that shit? That's bad, I don't right? know what it is, but the smell of it and the taste of it makes me immediately... I think I have like a knee-jerk reaction to it because I got food poisoning as a kid. Ooh. To like maybe having like a tuna fish sandwich or some kind of... With Miracle Whip? With Miracle Whip, and I brought it to school for lunch in Michigan in the winter... And I think my locker or whatever was by the heater. Oh, no. Heated it up. Oh, no. You know, to a nice, a little bit higher than room, like E. coli, yeah. e. coli weather. Right. Prime bacterial breathing and, weather. And young, little stocky, huge, ain't going to stop oh, eating the sandwich, no. baby. <laughs> We're going, it doesn't matter if it tastes shitty. I mean, you're a growing boy. You're trying to get to three feet tall. I man. was trying to at least get to as tall as I was wide. And... <laughs> It wasn't hap, but you know. But I, I'm, I remember. I remember as a kid. I think this was like third grade. I remember eating. I can remember eating the sandwich and feeling sick, but finishing the sandwich because oh, no, I'm one new. Oh yeah, I was like, huh, different. Got to finish it. Oh no. And then uh, was in the hospital for a couple of days. Oh, it was that bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I got uh, people. Fi- people will say all the time they got food poisoning, and they may there may be varying degrees of it. But when you really get it, oh. it's a, it yeah, gets you. Yeah, I had I had it so bad one time. I I was like I had a roommate, and we had one bathroom. It was like when I first moved to L.A., and like I was 
throwing up like crazy. You know when you have a you have like a, a fever or the flu or something, you feel it come on, you get nauseous, you throw up. Then maybe you get like an hour or 40 minutes of relief. Yeah. And then it comes back. Yeah. When it's food poisoning, there's no relief. Yeah. You just keep throwing up. You keep throwing up or, yeah, or whatever. One, one end or the other, yeah. Yeah, you're shitting, you're throwing up. Usually starts with vomiting. And then it was to the point to where my roommate, I mean, I'm like in my 20s and my roommate's like, uh, do we, or is this hospital time? And yeah. I didn't quite have to go, but I was maybe one more hour of it away from going to the hospital yeah. and having it cost $800,000. Yeah. You needed to get the, the drip and the yeah. situation going to give you I mean, some I probably needed, I just didn't have the insurance. Yeah. So yeah, I, re- I remember that whole, I remember being in the hospital. I remember what I did in the hospital that freaked out my family, <laughs> what did you which do? was, you know, cause I'm hooked up to an IV and oh, yeah. all this stuff. And, you know, I'm in like 34th grade and this is like maybe the year prior, maybe I was the fourth grade because maybe a year or two prior, I remember in second grade at the, at the different school that I was at, I had, you know, had an accident, shit my pants in school (laughs) and, uh, and was horrified, mortified by it. So then when I was in fourth grade, uh, at the new school, I um, had this food poisoning, stayed in the hospital, had all the IVs and everything in. And, you know, they give you a bedpan, but as a kid, you're like, I can't just shit in my bed. <laughs> yeah. That sounds bananas. Yeah. And some, I remember kind of, kind of falling asleep a little bit and then opening my eyes and being like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Needed to use the facilities. And I'm hooked up to all this stuff, and they have that thing on your finger so that they can keep an eye on everything. Yeah, yeah. And I just got took everything off. Yanked it off, so you're flatlining. Flatline, got up, go, went to go use the bathroom. Everybody comes running in. My mom comes in crying, you know. And they're just like, what are you doing? And I'm just sitting on the toilet with the door open and, like, all these things dangling off me. And they're like, no, that's what that was for. You have to use it. And, like, I just remember seeing, like, looking out the the bathroom door with these things dangling off of my arm and my, you know, the nurse and my, my folks running in and it being like <laughs> madness. Jesus. So I, you know, so miracle whip brings up that immediately. Ooh, yeah. Already not great. Yeah. And then, and the fact that it got you sick. And then I had a second food poisoning issue when I was, and I think it was partially motion sickness and partially whatever when we were in the Philippines on like a boat. And anytime I smell those sternos, those things that keep things hot for oh, a yeah. while, for too long, that'll, if I if I get a good whiff of it, it makes me feel sick. That'll get you? Yeah. I remember staying in, now this was like, it was kind of a, a boat you took from one island to another island. It was supposed to be like a kind of luxury thing, but it really wasn't. It was a small enough boat. But we had like a room that we could stay in with our my, my whole family. Um, that had a little TV in it, and the only thing that was pl- like they had like a sports channel, and they had like some stuff in in um, in, Phil- in Tagalog and stuff that I'd watch. But I remember being in that bed, like holding my stomach, but watching um, like Mike Tyson, like ESPN, like their version of ESPN. They had like this two-hour special on Mike Tyson's like knockouts and stuff. Oh, nice! And I remember just being amazed by like stomach hurting, but just couldn't keep my, like I was riveted, riveted. (laughs) 
couldn't get enough. Good. It's good distraction. Great distraction. This was this was before or after the Buster Douglas lost. Must before. Before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 45 to 1. Yeah. Um, I was like 10 or something. Oh, yeah. His highlights are wildly compelling. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Like nothing I've ever seen before or since. And what a monster to just show up. Now, do you think that was him or do you think that was part of the smart marketing around him to just do the white the towel? towel? Ah, because then there was the cut in the towel where he would just wear it, you know. Yeah. Over Like before it was just a towel over his shoulders or over his head. And then it was cut. To like be a cover, kind of. Yeah, like a tunic type yeah. thing. And then he started having it with some branding on it. I mean, I would venture to say that it was him because it Customato strikes me as kind of an old school guy. Yeah. And I think when he was doing like the Junior Olympics and stuff, he was wearing, uh, you know, traditional kind of robe or something. Sure. And then once he was going, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think he was so. Unhinged, there's like they probably couldn't even get him in a robe or something. You know? Yeah, I mean he listened to those guys, but I think they gave him a little enough of a leash, uh, length on the leash to kind of like be himself a little bit. So he's just wearing those black, the black, black trunks, trunks, black boots, the black or whatever ring yeah. ring shoes, and then and, the white and, and the white. Oh, uh, so scary, a machine. <laughs> yeah, and then Truly. when you do, and then you know they do like they do the uh, the rules and everything, and he's just swaying back and forth like yeah, like a panther. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's, he's a beast. Got real unique style too, to where he's like in tight, you know, because he's very compact for a heavyweight. Five yeah. ten, five nine. If, if yeah, yeah, and then he's uh, he just comes out like dipping, and then he's just like throwing those like like right left hooks and shit and uppercut. Well, it was the hook. It was the left hook to the body, and then a hook to and then an uppercut. Yeah, and then an uppercut. It was like yeah. it was this really quick hook to the body uppercut move yeah. that he was... It's like he's chopping a tree down. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, that... No jab. I mean, do you ever really see him jab ever? No, not really. He would no. always be coming in. It would be a jab to get his right hand off. Yeah. And then that right hand is just so he can get close enough for that hook to the body to bring... To get the his opponent to protect his body. Right. And, and also bring his head down to his level. To his and level. And he'd pop up with that... Yeah. And I you mean, can't get out of the way of it. Because if you get caught by the body shot, that's going to hurt. Right. So you have to dip down enough, but then your, you know, you, your hands aren't high enough for how quick that uppercut comes. Yeah, he's incredibly fast for heavyweight. And one of the best at in his prime at, uh, at closing the ring down. You know, yeah. like, that's like boxing is like this huge thing of like angles, especially like if you're a smaller guy and you're fighting against somebody with a reach advantage, like it's all the angles. Like you have to like make the ring work for you. Man. And like he would just suck up all that space somehow. I um, he fought like he was 15 feet tall. That um, that ability of cutting angles is still something for me that I just I don't it. Um, I, I don't get it. Yeah, you'd probably have to spar more. I yeah. mean, you're protecting your face because yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. work. And so it just like it's one of those things you just need ring time. Well, and I think I I've been so um I've been so much used to Muay Thai. Yeah. Where then the uh, reach is also my legs. Yeah. And uh a lot of the time I am usually sparring, you know, I mean everybody I'm sparring is usually not Thai. Or coming from a Thai background, um, it's usually you know people that are coming up from American 
kickboxing, which right. is what I've, you From know. like Carlsbad. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, you know, the Thai guys will train you to, like, really focus on using your legs for distance and all that stuff. And the Dutch style is more focused on the boxing aspect. Okay. And Americans, if you watch Americans fight Muay Thai, even in Thailand, they'll get knockouts of Thai guys and all that stuff because they're so focused on the knockout by hands. Yeah. They're so boxing focused. Right. So um, even people that I, I, I spar with, they're so focused on their hands. And I love, I mean, my legs are like trunks. Yeah. And I love using my legs. And I know that I'm a shorter guy and a stockier guy. So those, the guys that are in my weight class are going to be taller than me. Right. But they want to box. Yeah. So then I can keep them at bay because I'm yeah. using my legs that are going to be at the same distance, if not longer than their reach. Okay. And then they're confused of like, how come I can't, you know, box you? And it's like, because I'm kicking you. Right. Um, but then, like, the real guys who are Muay Thai focused can get in there, and yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah. And I just, I, I guess I haven't sparred enough with those guys who um, don't want to use their hands either, like me. Yeah. That so I can't get in. You're used to the advantage, the leg advantage. Yeah. But then once you have somebody that's, you know, they call me, I used to fight, they call me Naksu Kao. It means white warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, it's kickboxer. So good, much. yeah. White warrior, I know. celebrated for his whiteness. Fucking, it means white warrior. Well, his brother, like the guy, fucking Tong Po, like broke his brother's back or whatever. Don the Dragon Wilson, right? Yeah. He was like an actual kickboxing yeah. guy, right? I will say, um, Jean Claude Van Damme has had to watch. The other guy get brutalized a lot. <laughs> he does, and his reaction of that is usually it, he's he's mastered the reaction of my friend just died. Yeah, totally. I wish he had mastered um, showing us that they are actually friends first. But <laughs> that's always a little dicey. His his reaction at the end once they're hurt or injured or dead, yeah. then it's good. But yeah, you, you know what they've done. I will. I'll credit casting in all of these movies. For um, casting a, a like a, a, a likable enough guy that is going to die early, yeah, like casting yeah, yeah. a goose, a goose, you know, like yeah, it's a real they've, art. They 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 did a good job of like casting a goose that um, that you care about. Yeah, you're my brother. Why do we talk different? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh uh, the best is the one the fucking double impact because. Uh, they're, they get separated at birth. Yeah. And one, one uh, they're in Hong Kong, separated at birth. Both have French accents they have to explain. So one brother. Oh, yeah. What was the, what was the uh, justification? What, one goes like the guy raises them in France for a while. Sure. And then, but then they go to California and open a gym. And then the other guy was raised at a French like monastery in Hong Kong by right. like French nuns. Alex, the bad boy. Right. The guy with his hair slicked back. You yeah. can tell I'm a bad guy because my hair is slicked back. Right. But Chad is the good guy from Los Angeles. Welcome to my dojo. Do where they have like pink geese and stuff. And Oh, that's right. Yeah. Does he... Um, <laughs> how's Jean-Claude's accent now? Is it still pretty thick? It's the same. Yeah. It has not changed a bit. So uh, curious. Yeah. 
Yeah, check out his. He's got a great Instagram follow. Does very, he? Very strange, quirky guy. Um, Hello, Instagram. I'm here. And then he, they're like cut off, you know, like before. Like, oh, yeah. We're just trying to talk. And then they're like cut. And there's no part two to the video. Like, that's uh, it. Oh, he is doing videos now? Does that's videos pretty fun. And all, yeah. He's, that's pretty fun. He, I will say, though, he has figured it out because he, he like watermarks all his pictures, JCVD. Uh-huh. And all those other guys haven't figured that out yet. So people just share all their images and they don't drive any traffic back to their Instagram. Oh. But he like is careful, you know, to mark all his stuff so that it'll huh. le- lead back to him. I wonder how he's uh, figured that out. <laughs> you think it's, it's just an app with that he takes the pictures with now? I don't know. Huh. I mean, you check it out. I mean, see if you can or, figure anything. Or maybe there's just somebody who curates I've, it. Yeah. I've got a guy named Steve who helps me. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all about phones and computers. Hey, gang, Huge and Stang here. Listen, we're not stinky dudes. Not at all. We're good-smelling dudes. We're good-smelling dudes. As hard as we work out, that takes a little bit of effort. Yeah, and you know what? When you work out, and after you're done working out, you've showered and everything, you got to put on some good deodorant. Yeah, you don't want this uh, chemical... No. Cra- it's going to make you lose your mind. We're yeah. talking about the aluminum stuff, all of that kind of stuff. You yeah. need the aluminum-free stuff. You need the natural stuff. The natchy. You need the stuff that actually smells good. Yeah. It doesn't smell too, like, fruity or, like, where you can smell it as though you're wearing, like, a perfume or something. Yeah, or, like, potpourri or, like, what right. am I, a rich person's bathroom with yeah. potpourri? Come what on. am I? What am I, at, like, an old folks' home? <laughs> No, no. I want to smell like a human being. I want to smell like a dude. I want to, sm- I, I, but I don't want to smell like I've just worked out. No, you want to smell good. Yeah, and Myro does that for us. Yeah. So this Myro is making deodorant better than anybody. Yeah. I would say they figured it out. And it's 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 a naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. Now it has this cool case. That has the refillable deodorant inside of it. Yeah, so so here's what's here's where they really set themselves apart. They've got this refillable case. You get to pick the color you want. I went with a mint green. Sames. Yeah, went with a mint green, and then you get to pick the scent. Yeah. So they don't have the meh, just kind of off the line no. scents. They've got their own things they're doing. They're mixing essential oils. Yeah. They're combining things. Uh, they're I believe it's it with like a, 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 a barley powder so that it can like keep you dry. It keeps you dry. So there, there's the scent and then there's the stuff that's keeping you dry. So then you use this case that you picked, whatever color you like, and then they send you uh, updates on the scent every three months. Yeah. And you can switch up the scents. You can try one out for three months and then when you get a new one, you can switch that out. It doesn't mean that you have to stay smelling the same every three months. No, you could push keep people guessing. Yeah, keep people guessing. You don't want to be like, oh, here comes old Stanger. I could tell by the smell. It's like, yeah. who's this new person? And sometimes I'll just show up with like a hat and a mustache on yeah. and a new scent. And everybody's like, who's this new guy? And I'll say, it's still Stanger. Yeah. And uh, then I'll say, we're late. <laughs> And then we still have to do it because then he takes that stuff off. It was only for the bit. It was only for the bit. So then he'll take all that stuff by back off. A half hour passes and he's yeah, back in his regular lot, clothes. It's a lot. What's well, the spirit gum I use? And then you got to take, <laughs> yeah, yeah. take it off the right way. <laughs> you don't want to rip that yeah, off. Buddy. Just grow the mustache off. Yeah. Uh, or shave enough. it in this time. Fair enough. But you can listen. You can push pause. So say you're not getting through it fast enough and it's coming to, to I think it, they time it up pretty good. But if just in case, you can push pause if you and need. You're not, and you're not wasting the plastic of the case. Because it's a refillable case, you're saving approximately 50% of the plastic than using like 
like a drugstore deodorant. Yeah, you want to reduce that carbon footprint. Yeah. So it's, it's deodorant, but it's good deodorant. I mean, when it comes down to it, you need it. I mean, most people need it. And you hey, want to hey, use a good one. All people <laughs> you yeah. need it. Yeah. If you think you don't, you do. You do. We Everybody smell does. you through the mic. Get yourself some Myro, Steve. And it's great. You know, and it's a small enough package that, um, and it's easy. It just clicks right in there. You use it. It smells nice. It's cool looking. It's kind of fun. It, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's a little cartridge, a game. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a little fun it's thing the, you're doing. And it's another thing that you just get in the mail so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it fits in your gym bag. It, it's not like an issue. It doesn't melt. Like a lot of this other stuff. Does. Now, I, I stayed in my apartment for a whole month one time because I just didn't feel like going to get a new deodorant, and I was stinking. And so I'd like I'd shower, but it didn't matter because I didn't have deodorant. And so finally, I had to just brave the world and stink everybody up. And had I just had something delivered to me, it would have solved it. Yeah, I don't believe this. <laughs> Anyways, get 50% off your first order and get started today for just five bucks. Visit mymyro.com slash dumbbells and use the promo code dumbbells. That's right. That'll give you 50% off your first order by going to mymyro.com slash dumbbells and ent- enter the promo code dumbbells. Yeah. Because you don't want to be uh, like a slider in uh, Top Gun. Oh, com slash dumbbells, promo code dumbbells. Slider? Right. 50% off. You stink. Cool, cool. So, okay, so what's going on? What, you were talking a little about Muay Thai. Are you doing any right now? I'm not. I'm not. not yeah. Still. Gee, that was taking a back seat. You wanted to get I, some I took, more gym time in. I took a, a big back seat and a big focus on my, um, you know, on... And getting into the YMCA right. world, um, and and Trish and I working out somewhat too. Oh yeah, that was happening last time. Still yeah. going, still going. Great. Um, and she's, you know, I think we've gotten really comfortable with Quincy being like doing like the out like the daycare at the YMCA oh, while good. we're working out. Does he enjoy it? He loves it. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and um, and they're really nice, and. Usually we go at an off time because like our schedules are still pretty easy that um, there's not that many kids and they love playing with them. So he gets a lot of attention. So he gets a lot of attention. But he's just playing with all of these trucks anyway. He loves trucks right now. <laughs> they, he loves trucks and bugs. Oh, yeah. That's stone. And, and, uh, that stone was yeah. So he's like a big, uh, there's a bug right there. There's a bug right there. <laughs> that, there's a bug right there. Right there. Right there. Where? That this book would do. Um, it alliterates pretty nice. And then and then he's like, um, he calls everybody the people, <laughs> and he go and he'll tell us we're like, oh, how'd it go over at, at the you know? And there'd be like not that many other kids or nobody playing with him, but like there are times where there was a lot of kids, and when the older kids would be like, you know, no, I'm playing with that. He still goes back to those moments because it wouldn't necessarily happen this last time, but we'd be like, Quincy, how'd it go? And he goes, People, the people said, no, Quincy, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't think anybody said no to you today. He goes, the people said, no, Quincy, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think yeah. so, my man. They're a little unreliable. Yeah. <laughs> like, They're kind of like, I, they, there's some touchdowns that they really remember, uh, you know? Yeah. No, Quincy, no. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> And he was like, you know, and he still, and he still talks like, you know, he's, he's got so many more words now and all this stuff, but he still, you know, he still holds on to 
calling people bro and this guy and that guy because of me. And yeah. I'm just like, fuck, he's not going to get rid of that. And it's pretty yeah, funny. It's great. He opens the door, sees somebody, goes, this guy's here. I'm like, there we go, Bob. He's like, look at this guy. That's big. This guy's big. Oh, man. Yeah. I love it. And uh, the yeah. people said no. The Quincy. people said no, Quincy. No. <laughs> that there's a book right there. There's a book right there. That there's a book right there. Good cadence on this kid, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, cool. How, what is he, three now? He's two and change. He's two about and two change. and a half. That's speaking yeah. very well. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a big... Arguably better than me. Big talker. <laughs> Way better than yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, people can listen and compare <laughs> firsthand. Eugene's impression of Quincy or Stanger. <laughs> <laughs> or Eugene speaking. Yeah. <laughs> My impression is better. Um, but yeah, so uh, we've been hitting the YMCA. I've been doing a couple of days, like two-ish, three-ish days with with um, Trish, um, where we're doing like bodyweight stuff and then like some dumbbells or kettlebells, like kind of movement. Two-ish or three-ish with Trish? Yeah, two-ish or three-ish with Trish. <laughs> uh, and, uh, kettlebell, some kettlebell stuff? Yeah, like yeah. light kettlebell stuff to just kind of get movement-wise and like do some kind of flow-ish stuff. and Burn some calories. Yeah, um, and Trish is really into, um, together we'll do like, like um, high intensity in interval training type stuff. Oh, cool! Because she w- likes that we're done in fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah, there's something to that for so sure. So she likes. She's like, "How much longer of this?" I'm like, 15 minutes." She's like, "Let's do it." Yeah, and like this is after we'll maybe do another like the first twenty minutes or fifteen minutes on um, that step. Uh, okay, so you get like a little pre fatigue going. Yeah, and get a, a little, little cardio oxygen. going. Just get some oxygen going, or we'll get on a um, on a treadmill or. Um, Really, there's so many, like, especially the Y and a lot of the global gyms, they still have so many ellipticals <laughs> that it's just like, well, how do you, how do you use it for good? <laughs> so, um, we have, like, we'll do like a 15 or 20 minutes on the elliptical and we do the intervals on that and go like really, um, really heavy on the resistance. And I yeah. think that's what gets the, uh, if burn, you have one of those, happening. yeah, it, it it actually like gets the heart rate up. If you're not just kind of coasting up, it's hard to go fast enough to get any make anything right. happen. But if you crank that resistance, so you're like running through mud or something, yes, then it happens. Then it's like the arms and the legs do get the work. Because and if you really use the arms and um, and I think that that's because it's not it's not going to work your legs. Yeah, but if you get your full body and actually use some of the arm movements sure. and like you know, it it feels somewhat similar, but not as tough as like a um, like a assault bike. Okay, so okay, so you're doing some something uh, not high intensity to kind of start get warm. Yeah, but that I I would say that's helpful if you have the time to really maximize what you're going to get out of your high intensity training. If you can do a little ten minute. Right. thing before then once you start your high intensity it's all high intensity right because otherwise you're doing a little bit of a warm-up and you maybe only get half of the yes. uh, yeah. experience out of it so it's just because your your body's just not going to move that fast to get things going right so like if you can so I sweat better when i do that and every on. time i feel like uh both of us also can get in a better mindset if we do that 20 minutes and usually it's like the first five-ish minutes or so is us just kind of like Moving our body, it is pretty light, and then you you know you crank up the intensity or you like you speed up the the stairs, yeah, 
and you know, and then really like go for 15 minutes just so then all of a sudden you get off of it, you feel a little, you feel definitely warm, right? To then like get through the movements, and you know, your body feels warm to like get all the way into a squat and you know, and do a press or any of that kind of stuff, right? Um, come the actual workout, and then you know, so that that comes out to about you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Okay. Um, and then I was doing strong lifts for like, you know, three, yeah, three months, uh, straight of just focusing on my other days of like getting, uh, increasing my squat, increasing my, my press. Um, and now it's to the weights where, um, I'm failing on some of the, uh, on some of like the people that are counting on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like those people that are like in the rafters that are like going, come on. <laughs> uh, no, but Need like. Need you to get five, Eugene. Yeah, but like, you know, I'm failing the on some of the squats. No. The people said no, Eugene, no. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and the overhead press, I'm having a hard time completing those and moving backwards and going back forward and um, like to get it. And so it's really challenging at this point to the point where I'm like, Okay, I'm back to this. What are my goals? Yeah, yeah. It should, you know, should I be to the weights that uh, I'm trying to get my one rep max, or right. am am I have I gotten to the point where I need to be yeah. for myself? Yeah. No wrong answer. No wrong answer. You just have to. I just have to figure it out. Figure it out. And um, and what I figured out for myself is, um, good. That was my three months. So then what next? Cool. So um so now it's um I'm doing those two or three days with Trish and then on the other days which is you know if if Trish and I do uh two days then three days on my own. Um and if Trish and I do three days and two days like I'm I'm hitting the gym five days a week ish. Great. Five to six days. And on those other days I'm going heavy, but um doing more of a um a push pull split okay so uh one day i'll just do every day i'm squatting still in one way or the other either doing like lunch lunges with the bar or with the dumbbells doing some kind of heavy um or like um something heavy with my legs to start cuz i just i don't know why i've really triggered into if i can fatigue my legs first I've gotten my big boys to yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at fat burning and calories, yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah. So then, and I feel like I've really, um, cause your legs, your legs are every, you know, like running the machine. Yeah. So if I can get those pistons working and like tired, then even if I am doing bench press or some kind of push after that, I'm not going to rely on, trying to use my legs again. Sure. If that makes sense. Also, I think from a mentality standpoint, it's just, you know, it's a measure of like what a good workout feels like. Yeah. I mean, nothing gets you tired like doing that. Yeah. So if you're, if you can kind of, I mean, some people will un- relate to this and some people will roll their eyes, but like you get to this kind of, you know, you got to, you kind of want to punish yourself or something sure. in a workout. And so that, That'll do it yeah. for you. You know, you want to feel, you're like, I'm com- I'm taking the time. I'm going to do this. I want to feel like I did something. Yeah. Again, no, not right or wrong. It's right. just, but if it's what's getting you in the gym and it's what's making you excited, then shit, yeah. man. So then I'm doing push pulls. 
um, than doing drugs. Better right? than doing drugs. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm hitting that and um, still getting some sauna time in like three days a week. Good. Uh, which I love. Um, you know, I got to close my eyes because the Y can be a little bit <laughs> nuts. Um, figuratively and literally. <laughs> yeah. And also... Old balls, old balls, and, old ball. And the thing that I don't understand is when people walk into the sauna, don't... It's supposed to stay hot in there. So yeah. can't you just kind of sneak in? Yeah. These guys throw the door open. Oh, yeah. Then it's just like a heap you of lose, cold come in. You lose everything. And you're like, what's happening, yeah. guys? Having a conversation in and out. I, I'm about to go in now. Yeah. A what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going in now. Like with the door half open. Yeah. You're like, fucking go in or out? Yeah. Todd? No, but I'll be back. Yeah. No. I'll meet she, you out. I'll meet you out She there. did? Is that her right now on the okay. phone? All right. Yeah. Well, talk to- Tell her. Tell her. Listen. Here's the thing. I don't no, I don't need her to come. No, I don't I don't need her to come here. No. Just tell listen. Linguini. Tell her Linguini. That's I'm, what we all want. I'm heading in. I'm heading in here in a minute. Hey, oh, here's another thing. Uh did you did you watch that? Did you watch yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. He he's a kid. He's a kid, but he's also a superhero. Huh? Yeah. Now I'll go again. Right there. Before six, it's yeah. Before six, it's five fifty. Huh? All right. Arc light, Scienti- run by Scientologists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always will get the uh, strange foreign guy that will uh, test the waters as to how misogynistic I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's nice in here, huh? My wife a fucking bitch. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, I, yeah. Lay that scud missile on me. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to hear you. You're going that. Equinox though, right? Yeah. So that, that those are, you're getting a, a little bit more of an upper echelon of, <laughs> you know, of the people in there. Pretty nice in here. Is the way that's nice. My wife, she don't uh, know how to save money. Oh, God. You know, the way women don't understand money. Do you, do you find this, my friend? You know, we're the same, my friend. And oh, I'm like, oh, no. I, and I, I kind of want to like leave because I feel like if I s- sit in here and like endure this, like I'm supporting the patriarchy. Or <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, they, they'll never promote a woman. You're the same, my friend. Jeez. I can tell. Jeez. Not quite that. We're not but, quite that, yeah. But just that shit where it's just like maybe two sentences of normal. I have a similar experience with a lot of like Lyft drivers too. Yeah. Two sentences, normal, and then something weird, foreign or misogynistic or I'm sexist sure. yeah. or something. It's that's bad. That's insane. Buddy, buddy, I saw you doing bench press out there. It's very strong of you to do that, my friend. <laughs> uh, I don't want my daughter to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, how do I block her from succeeding, my friend? I want to ask you. You seem like an expert on how to block women from succeed. <laughs> from succeed. Yeah. I don't uh, want this to happen. But I also noticed that you do uh, you do the steps, the stair stepper. It's challenging, huh? Women can't exercise. <laughs> wow. Uh, women can't be as strong as men, yeah? <laughs> my friend, I can tell you agree, my friend. No, no, sir. Uh, so... I, Nancy and I, um, oh, what about food real quick? What's going on with food? Um, food, I'm, um, I'm pretty much staying, um, somewhat keto. No. Paleo? Uh, uh, eh, ish. I think it's just more of a Paleo dad? 
paleo dad, portion controlling ish. Okay. You know, just like trying to stay um, within the world of the calories situation. Oh, calories, yeah. And um, and then within those calories, knowing that most of the bulk of the calories to keep me full are going to be from grains yeah, and I like was, sweet potatoes and stuff. I'm, 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 I am overdoing it a little bit on the protein. Are yeah. you? I just, I just can tell my portions have, I'll, I'll, I have to do Cooked like, pro, like that you've made or like also you don't nah, do supplementing. You don't no, do any. I do collagen, just the collagen right. now, right. but I'm gone are the days where I would like, <laughs> sure. I just doing like three shakes a day yeah. plus meals. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, I mean, create like, crazy amount of like protein yeah uh, so yeah that but i just i mean we're talking like flintstone size sometimes oh, starts really? to kind of like get out of control right. and then i gotta like your, your prius is leaning to the yeah, side yeah leaning down you yeah. know yeah uh uh so I, i'm trying to like kind of i gotta recalibrate what i'm doing there got it you know because it's like i'm i i get hungry you know and yeah. then like i want to Fill up, but then the next thing I know, I'm like, I'm I'm overdoing it on protein. Like I can just feel it. Yeah, I need. Yeah, I because I've been so focused on my calories in versus calories out in general. I'm trying to fill the bulk the bulk of it with, um, you know, leafy greens, greens, all that stuff. Um, and then, but you know, still taking in some bread. Um, but then, you know, because of calories or whatever, then that's taken away from my protein. Or whatever. So I just I'm trying to find that delicate balance that makes sense for me. I'm trying to what what bread? Like what are you doing? Like hunks of bread and shit? Fucking like a full baguette. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I mean I guess it's not it's just any kind of carbohydrate. Never known you as a bread guy. You're doing like bread guy. But like I'll have a sandwich. Oh, you're doing a sandwich. Okay. You know, which is more bread than I'm used to. Right. And then I'll have a sandwich. Triple decker or like a yeah, like um Get a little like s- a bus size, yeah, triple decker, <laughs> triple decker, yeah, bus. piece of bread in the middle. No, it's just like even if it's just like a little sword through it, those are good. We're like club sandwiches, remember those? <laughs> yeah. I, I used to get those. It's just all club sandwiches for me, <laughs> like the cutting little triangles, oh, and man, they got like so a little good. sword yeah. through that some bitch and yeah, all that stuff. Toasted. On it. Hey, I never worried about it. But I would have, um, you know, like if if I would have some kind of like English muffin or something at breakfast, or I'm eating. Um, oatmeal oh. sometimes because Quincy's into it right now. Yeah. So then that'll be some of my like grains. Grains. Which sure. is not necessarily bad, but like I, I'm thinking of, I'm putting all of that into the category of like carbohydrates. Okay. That are not. Breads are using as kind of a blanket term yeah, for yeah. any kind of starch you're having. Any kind of grain or. Grain, yeah, I should say. I said my, my grains. Grains. My grains are up. Yeah. Okay. So, so because my grains are up, then I'm taking away from my protein because it's a lot of calories. Right. Grains. Um, and you know, and I, it's just hard to balance that thing of making sure that I'm, if I am having some kind of, um, English muffin or bagel even in the morning because of Quincy, then that night I'm like, fuck, I need my white rice though, man. Yeah. And I don't have it. You blew it. You wasted on a fucking bagel. Bagel. (laughs) It's just so condensed for nothing. (laughs) What, uh, and so many calories, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking like 500 calories for a bagel. Yeah, at least. You're, you're like, not even the? putting them cream cheese on it. <laughs> this is 500 cows dry? Dry. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. What is this thing? It's just a rock that I you're putting in your satisfied stomach. afterwards. What do you What do you have in it? What are you putting on it? Like a little like a hummus or something? What, what, what do you put on the, on on the, the bagel? bagel? 
Oh no, I'm you just going I, just going I, loose bagel. No, I'm going cream cheese. Oh, you're going, going cream cheese, cream cheese, or I'm doing like avocado and tomato oh, that's good. and that's the whole good. thing. Yeah, I'm still trying to like fill the world with it. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like just a complete asshole, but like for instance, I um, watched the first episode of this season of Game of Thrones last night. How was it? Great. You don't. You're not into it. I not. I want to. I not want to. They got you. They didn't got got you yet. They didn't got me. I think when it came out, like Stone was just born. Got it. So I missed the first round. Yeah. And then I. I'm not like a binge guy. Like I don't. I. I. Because you don't. I mean, as a parent, you don't have time for it. Yeah. You don't have time to actually binge, and especially if your significant other is also not into it. That's not what you're gonna watch. Yeah. Or. Or. I mean. You know. the, the likelihood of me getting Nancy to fucking watch one second of that is, yeah. I mean, there's a better chance of, uh, you know, the Israeli-Palestine conflict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. It's impossible. Same. fucking possible. And Trish is not into it. And I get it. Because, you know, like, the parts that I'm going to try to get her into, which she would like, is like then, you know, also like... Those those parts you have to deal with the violence. You have right. to deal with. You got to go through a lot to those, the strong, for those to pay off. Yeah, the strong sexual content and stuff that I'm just like I don't need to see this. You know, yeah, like they've lightened the sex stuff. They have, but it starts but it's still the first few seasons. There's like a lot of butt fucking. Yeah, and incest. it's just like a lot. You know, they still pepper it in, but they pepper it in at the times where Trish is walking in, where it's just like <laughs> oh, this is the worst. <laughs> It's but, yeah. Oh, this is a very pop. <laughs> yeah. It's in the zeitgeist. But the uh, sorry, I, I don't know what it, my what friends it. would tell me. You'd be totally into it. I'm like, ah, no, I don't. I just don't know if I would be. And then last year, um, oh, last year, and you're caught up. Well, last year, you know, I'm I'm in Fiji. Oh yeah, so you had fucking downtime, and, uh, and like I crazy. had downtime, and I didn't want to spend all my time with Will Hines <laughs> and my family. Like this, is the longest I had been away from Trish and Quincy and, you know, like, um, and I was never into, like, there was never shows that I was like, I needed to watch. Like there were UFC fights. And I think, um, while we were there, Jesus Christ superstar came, like was live on Fox and I had to see that. But other than that, it's not like I was like, there are shows that I need to watch. You're trying to not keeping up with anything. No, nothing. Not even people have to (laughs) understand. Yeah. People have to understand like a shoot, I mean, a lot of acting is downtime. It yeah. just straight up is. And, like, it's hard. If you're in, like, a remote location, it's hard to be productive. I yes. mean, there's not like you can run errands. They just, you need to be ready when they right. need you. And then you may have nothing to do for days. And it's like, I would work out. And then it's just like, what is that, an hour and change? Yeah, and then like, 10 hours else? to kill. So then I just was like, what do I do if I just start watching this and see if I can get into it? Did. And watched maybe the first four seasons then. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then Trish and Quincy came out to Fiji. And I was into the show, but I was just like so excited to see my family that um, it was almost a year since, like, since season four. It was almost a year until I watched anything else. And then I knew that the new season was going to start so this had, past week. You had a ticking clock. And I, you know, and then I started just watching episodes, like while Quincy's taking a nap or watching one at night. Yeah. Um, while like Trish is like just, you know, getting work done or whatever, and um, or she would go see a movie 
Right. Or I'd go out with her friends and then Quincy's asleep and I'd watch two episodes like that, like a movie. And it was great. I was like able to catch up right before oh, the premiere. Fun. I wish I'd done that. Uh, and it was a you know, it's a blast. Anyways, so then I know and here's I know I would like the show and yeah. I trust everybody. It's yeah. just purely like a time thing. I mean, it's right up my alley. Like I like all that kind of shit. So, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I've gotten really insanely into it, which is cool. Because uh, I never really have gotten into that sh- a show as much as like Breaking Bad. Right. Breaking Bad was another one of those shows. Yeah, we for me. Nancy. That was a fun one. We Nancy watched that. Yeah. And we like uh, were behind, but then we caught up to watch like the last season. Great. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. Um, and then uh, a show that greatest I greatest couple of weeks of my life. <laughs> <laughs> another show that I that Trish and I are that never seen and people give us shit for and we are excited about it is to watch The Wire. Oh yeah, never yeah. watched The Wire. Heard it's great. Yeah, uh, it Here is. it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so totally down for that. And uh, maybe that's the next thing that we'd get into. But long story, even longer. So uh, went to a friend's house to watch it last night, and they had like, you know, donuts and dessert and all that stuff. Like really, like you know, a, a lot of a grains. King, like grains a, is what you call them. Yeah, like a <laughs> king's feast. You know, <laughs> yeah, of stuff, and you know. I um for whoever wins the throne, I got it. Yeah, got it. Good stuff. Really fun. Um, whoever wins the throne gets a donut, all right? So then I had some ice cream last night because I'm like, fuck, I'll have some ice cream. So then this morning, what'd you have it like in a bowl or something? I had it on in a, a cone. No, I I just I put it on somebody else's head and just <laughs> ate it off of their hair. <laughs> just so then, like, I wouldn't eat too much because I'd be like, is this hair? At a certain point, you're grossed out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. ugh. You get down low enough. And then they move. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, then it's more hair than it is ice cream. Right. Um, so. How'd you, was it in a bowl? Yeah. Or just like a, like a dish? Like a, no, a fucking bowl. Like a bowl. Yeah. Did you, um. Like, a, like a, I'm talking about, like, I'm not talking about, like, a little dish. Oh, you're, yeah. I'm talking about like a, a cereal r- bowl. Ramekin, like <laughs> no, an actual. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you put toppings on there? Nah, bro. Just went light? Listen, what? I don't, you know this about me. I'm not a sweet tooth guy. You're not. So then when I get it, I like, I just want to taste that thing. I you don't want, need it to be like. You don't need all the jimmies and the. I don't the need it. Sprinkles no. and the. No. Busted the, up Oreo. Right. Granola. On One there. of the things that I liked as a kid was this Filipino dessert. And it's insane called Hollow Hollow. And it's like. Ice cream oh, like and it has like fucking beans in it. Like it's like savory still. Oh it yeah. It has like it has like a, a like flan on it. It's insane. Um, I feel like I've had a great friend of mine growing up was Filipino. Yeah. And like and, his mom was from the Philippines. Right. And here. And like she would cook for us and they would get stuff occasionally. And it would have like these little like coconut like yeah. balls in it, and then it'd have beans. Yes. And, and the texture like was beans. really good. Cra- yeah, but it was crazy. It, it was, was a, a lot. bunch it was of different intense. things. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Now, that's just like, you know, my banana split type thing. Yeah. That because of the, the breaking up of the different flavors, I love. But when it comes to ice cream, I just want whatever the flavor is. And like they had multiple different ones. So then I had a little of each and kept them kind of separate. That's cool. And I liked it. Anyway, I, I loved hanging with this guy. He had like 500 cousins. Yeah. And they're all like double named, like Ray Ray and yep. Baba. Yeah. Pinky, and, my cousin Pinky was like, I, yeah. And, and they were the, his name was Mike Saldana. He was the first, and like with his family and friends, it was like the, they would like really good at break dancing. Sure. And like always up on hip hop. Like I learned like 
Oh yeah, it's like they actually became cool, like hanging with them. I was lucky that I had Filipino him a... California boys. Forget it. Yeah. Also, those five hundred cousins. I bet you twenty percent are actually related. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found when I found out that a bunch of my cousins weren't actually blood related cousins to me, I was like, "What? <laughs> it's just been sold to you your whole life." Yeah. That you're, yeah. 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 Everybody was your uncle this and aunt that and. I mean, to be honest, that's how I am with Quincy. Yeah. I'll say it like, hey, your, your Uncle Ryan is here. Right. And then he just knows. I, I, I feel like if he knows that like my friends are his uncles and aunts, then he can trust them yeah. better. I like that. I like it too. Um, Feels good. And I just, you know, I'm always weird about when parents, when kids call parents friends by their first name. Without like any kind of thing on it. Yeah, it is I'm just weird. going like Ryan. Yeah, you know, it's just like shut what? the fuck up, Dennis. It's like <laughs> yeah. hey, Stone, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're stressing me out. <laughs> uh, you're a good buddy, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, uh, but because I had ice cream last night, but I brought donuts home for Trish and Quincy this morning or last night for this morning. You can I was, spread the guilt around. I spread the you guilt. You guys need to get eat these. But they love it. Yeah, and of course. I, of course. You know, and it's, it's not within my window, which is good. Yeah. And I knew it. But like, yeah, so I can't have um I I, I will say too, you know, we we um we definitely preach the uh the or or proselytize about the intermittent fasting and the restricted window. Yeah. It will be open you up to being able to eat some different things. It does. Because you're like, well shit, man, I'm you know. I've got a couple hours to eat. I'll try this tonight yeah. and I'm going to, and then I'm going to fast for a while. And yeah. then, you know, there's it's a lot a- different than like eating consistent calories all day and then capping things off with right. a big old Sunday at the end. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, um, I have been a little bit more lax on a weekly level of my window. Like every once in a while now, Maybe once a week I will eat breakfast with my family. Yeah, at like nine a.m. and still end my window where I would usually end it. Right, um, and then the next day just back get back, back on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you recover pretty quick. Yeah, I would say if you know you got to look at these things over the span like ten days. Yeah, ten days you're averaging the window, then you're you know averaging the window and averaging the calories because even if I'm if I do have a bagel one morning, then my lunch is going to be pretty light. Toast that bagel? Of course. You got to toast those boys. I always toast my bread. <laughs> and I'm talking about all grains, my oatmeal, everything. Yeah. You jam that in the toaster. Yeah. Rice. Rice. Right toaster. toaster. Little rice toast. A little <laughs> rice toast. But yeah, so I try to stay, anyways, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, on a roll. No more. Uh, but then since I stopped the, the strong lifts and everything uh, and focused more on... I feel like I, I got my, my numbers to where I want them as far as my squat and all that stuff. Um, I'm off of the creatine and stuff now, too. Oh, t- taking a break? Yeah. Just to give me a little bit more gut rest from that stuff. And also, um, I don't feel like I need it in the, in the world. Totally. In my world right now. Yeah. And maybe that'll just be the next three months again, and then... You know, I'll jump back on it for three months, and I feel like it's a smart way to do that yeah. stuff anyway. Like most, you know, nutrition people will tell you to kind of cycle. Yeah. Anyway, sure. Uh, so not a lot, a lot, a lot, not a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quincy is better than that. Yeah, much better. The people, 
said no. Bo- <laughs> people said no. Yeah. Uh, they said no. Real sad about people, it. Said, people said no, Quentin, no. <laughs> that, that's what we're doing. Uh, I not a lot new in the Stanger front on the Stanger front. Nancy and I, she goes to this um, group meditation Ooh. thing. So is that I, like in the morning or is it a no? It's kind. Of, it's there are various times that you can do it. Okay, for in like different styles of meditation. It's at a place uh, close to us, uh-huh. and I think they're kind of popping up everywhere as like mindfulness has become cool or whatever. Sure, commodified. Uh, and so she'd been going for a while, and I do, I like doing TM myself, um, and I, I just hadn't been. I, and w- what is that again? That's transcendental Transi- med- yes. meditation. It's twice a day for twenty minutes. You basically just sit quietly uh, in any position and say a mantra over and over again. So there's, it's not like with an app or anything. You just no, you just do it. And is the mantra? The mantra, so so to, is that different for everybody? It is. It, uh-huh. So the way to really do it is you you can go to like some kind of like transcendental thing that's like sanctioned by them or whatever their governing body is. Yeah, um, I'm just making these terms up, but they have like <laughs> transcendental like meditation uh, retreats or whatever, and so you, it costs money, and then you do. They teach you how to do it, and then they get, at the end they give you a mantra that's just for you. You're not supposed to tell anybody. And uh, the mantra is, is essentially like just uh, a nonsense word that just kind of creates a sound, like okay. um, like kachong or something like that. You right. Know, and you see, you just say that's a your, real word, though. That's a real word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in your mind, you just say it over and over again: kachong, 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 whatever. You know what that means, sorry. No. What does it mean? It's um. What is it? What is one of those words that uh, is like the word of the sound? Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like, Bam or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those. Okay. It's if you jump into a pool that is shallow. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the bottom. Yeah, kachong. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Did you just kachonged into the pool? You kachonged into how are your, your knees. Yeah, yeah. How are your ankles, bro? Bro, did you kachong? Dude, you kachong. Look bro. down yeah. or read. Yeah. It says three feet, bro. Pay attention, man. It's the kiddie pool, too. Get your yeah. drink out of there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So um, I've never, I haven't done the TM uh, thing where you pay the money, but there's enough available to you that you can figure out kind of how, it's not very hard. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then you can just like make up a word for yourself or whatever. And uh, Got it. I think the problem is sometimes when people don't pay the money, then it, there's no perceived value versus like if you go through this thing, you learn how to do it. There's a little bit of pageantry to you getting your mantra. Yeah. You tend to do it more. But I, I managed to kind of keep up with it for a while. And then I've just like fallen off um, and I need to get back on a roll. And so Nancy had been going to this. She really wanted me to go. Uh-huh. And so this place is cool because they do a lot of different kind of things. And one of them they do is a sound bath to where they have like these. Man, Trish, Trish has gone to that and said that it would be great for us to do one. Yeah. Yeah. And like they have like they it just you lay down and, you know, this guy or gal will take you through some things and then they play these quartz, I don't know, crystal things. And they like create like this sound bath and and it bet like the sound like bellows throughout the room and it feels really weird. Like it truly feel it's coming from everywhere and it really does feel like a, a bath of sound. And so we were we did that. 
but it's I could tell Nancy was like really trying to sell the place to me. Yeah. She was like, "Look, you there's tea here. You can have the tea and isn't the interior really not nice?" And I'm like, "Look, I'm I'm sold. Like you, I like it." You it's guys fine. bought the place. Yeah, we bought it. Yeah. Uh and so right away when we walk in there, like I clock a weird guy. Now, yoga and meditation and all that is just a real fucking honeypot for weirdos. Yes. Yeah, a lot of clam diggers. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, like those those like three-fourths pant yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this linen, guy's linen panted. Yeah, this guy's real weird, and uh, they have like this tea there. So we're getting ourselves some tea, and right when we go over to the tea, this guy gets way in. He's already been there for a while. Oh, he gets no. in too close and just kind of hovers, and then somehow manages to like judo into our way. Yeah, even though we were the people there. Yeah. So then we have to kind of like back up for this guy, and he's got like a real like fucking performative blissed look on his uh, face like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing yeah. the face for you, Gene. He's, uh, he, it looks like um, uh, a Muppet that just got his... Just got, you just put your hand in the Muppet. Yeah. And then you're just making sure that... Right. You there's haven't a, opened the mouth yet. You're just, no, you haven't given it an expression, but there's a little tension in the mouth. Yeah. But it's kind of... You've yeah, tilted the head a little bit a little to the bit. left. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. But real performative to show us how, like, serene he is or whatever got it and then he's like wolfing down like some kind of like fucking nut biscuit bar thing great that he's that he's opened up yeah and then he's trying to like we're about ready to go in the room and he's trying to like twist it back into the wrapper but like he can't i mean he's just real make he's making a lot of sounds (laughs) like it was a little pre-sound bath of this guy twisting this thing to like get in there he was doing his he was doing he was opening yeah yeah (laughs) he was opening for the sound bath yeah and then we're in the room and there's a bathroom in the room. And so Nancy and I are talking. And so she gets up to use the restroom and it's not locked. And I hear her say, Oh, sorry. And closes oh, it. No guy in the restroom didn't lock the door. So that the same weird guy that we clocked. So, grains. all right. So well, yeah. Mr. Gra- Muppet Mr. grains. Yeah. Muppet grains. So like, of course this guy does that. And then of so course he does it. The room's packed. There's one open spot lays right down by Nancy. <laughs> And then they, they, you like check your phone in. Of course, this guy's got his phone in there, got his phone. You're not supposed to bring liquids in there. He's got a big old bottle of water <sighs> and then uh, takes his shoes off in there. Everybody else is taking their shoes off. This is my first time. I've figured it out. Clearly, this guy's been there a million times. He's doing everything wrong and his feet stink. And he's got like his Ugh. shoes off on the wall and he keeps like tracing them up the wall. <laughs> and then so the class goes and then. It's packed with people, and there's like older people, and like, and like, there's it's literally like a chorus of people snoring in there. Oh, <laughs> people my immediately God. fall asleep out, <laughs> just out, and they're snoring. And at a certain point, I felt like the snoring was starting to harmonize. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> And so I'm like, how could the fuck could you fall a fucking sleep? Yeah. And then there's like a woman, like we hear a woman's voice and she's, you know, your eyes are closed and you're facing all different directions. But the lady's talking to the guy who's great that was running the thing. And she was like, you need to make the sounds more powerful. It's like 15 minutes into it. Make the sounds more powerful. And then the guy, I'm sure, said something nice and diplomatic to her, like, shut the fuck up. And then like you could hear people like sneezing. And then a guy, the guy that was running the class, who was good, happened to get a tickle in his throat. Oh, man. And was like coughing the whole time, like, ah, 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 like coughing. Oh, man. And then we got the people snoring and shit. And like Nancy's been prepping me for how great this is for like a year. 
And so I had to like give her a little bit of a hard time. Oh it. my God. But I was like, look, I, I get it. I'm in. I think it's cool. I'm in. Yeah. I, you know, prefer to do my own meditative practice, but I'll pop in there for this. Sure. But you should go. Uh, but it was, it was definitely a worthwhile experience. And I did feel great afterwards. Felt great. Felt present. Oh man. But it was. That is uh, self, of course. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, like, even though we are talking about one weirdie, but we also, you know, preach or not preach, but talk about how like nobody's judging you yeah. at the gym. You, the bell babies out there, nobody is, unless you're making a show of it like this guy. Yeah. This guy is making a show of it, so then he is getting pointed out. We're not we're not bullying or talking about anybody like that is just like, hey, you know, this guy's on a whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. If you're worried people are being, or if you're worried that you're being judged, people aren't judging you. Right. This guy, I promise you, didn't have a care in the world. Sure. He was just steamrolling his way through that yeah. experience. Yeah. At no point did he ever think like, ah, maybe my feet stink or what. It's just like, no, stinky feet out, like loud nut bar, by all means, crinkled up. Yeah. Yeah. Judo tea block, piss with the door open. All that stuff. All that. Doesn't care. He doesn't care. I'm jealous. What a life this guy has. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have any. But he though. slept like a baby. <laughs> hey, it's Eugene Stang back again. Back again. Guys, we talk about this because we talk about working out all the time. We're talking about blah, 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 blah. And we talk about this stuff, lifting weights, eating well, feeling good about yourself. A lot of that is making sure that you feel good underneath your clothes. I'm oh. talking about your, like, unders. Your undergarments. Your yeah. unmentionables. Your unmentionables. Let's mention them this We're gonna time. We're going to mention them. We're going to talk about them. It's 2019. First of all, they're the things that are touching your body the most. Yep. So then why are you buying cheap stuff? Yeah, don't you care about... We want you to care about yourself yeah. and take care of yourself. Yeah, and also it's like, you know, when you get down to the nitty-gritty, the people that you want to see that stuff... You want it to look good. You don't want it to look like some weird shirt or some weird underwear, weird socks. Yeah, not matching, holes, threadbare, yeah. looking, looking, like, uh, looking dirty. So upgrade your socks, your underwear, and your T-shirts with Pair of Thieves. Yeah, they're the best. You can reinvent your whole drawer and your undergarments with them alone. Yeah, they do socks and underwear. And listen, guys... Why Why not? I mean, why be embarrassed when yeah. it comes down to stripping down to your undies? Yeah. You got some goofy stuff. Why be embarrassed? These and guys, you know they're premium. They figured it out. It's they good have. stuff. And firemen, construction workers, elite runners, a bunch of people rock this gear all the time. I do. I Hey, if you, I don't want you to do this. Well, because I don't want you to look at my underwear and my undershirts or ask me to look at them because I'm married and I have a kid. But, I'm looking at them right now. But if you do, if I do... Pull up my pants. You will see that my socks are a pair of thieves. Why? Because I love the way they look. They're cool designs, cool looks. Plus, they do have a kid and dad pair of socks where me and my dude can wear the same pair of socks. I love that. Pretty damn special. Pretty damn cute. My wife and I can wear the same socks. My kid, my wife and I, we can all just rock the same socks. Are we going to rock the same underwear? Not size-wise, but look-wise, we could. Yeah, I'm doing it with my mailman right now. Cool, man. 
<laughs> I got a package and the guy dug into it and he's like, can I, can can I, I match it? Yeah, I was like, what the hell, man? Hey, hey man. <laughs> Listen, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. But the, this is, I like this about them. They developed this proprietary Cool Breeze fabric. Yes. Cool Breeze sounds like it is. It, okay? And it works. And I wear it to the gym and it feels great. Yeah. It doesn't feel like I'm getting all swampy in there. No, it's like, uh, it's like your boys get a little air conditioning. Yeah. And by boys, you know what I mean. <laughs> Um, your friends, yeah, your mailman, yeah. I'm not. Oh, your I know balls, what you're talking about. Your balls, yeah. they yeah, get a little yeah. air conditioning. It's Got nice. it. Yes, and they have that. And here's what's great: we talk about it. We can tell you how great underwear is and how great the undershirts are. But you know what? If you don't like them, there's a full money back guarantee with a pair of thieves. Yeah, I dig that. And that's something they really wanted us to make sure we told you guys. Yeah. That's how much they trust what they're doing. There's that's a good is, sign. That's a great sign. And, you know, when I got them and I was like, ah, oh, I got to try these, I haven't gone back. I rock them all the time. I'm excited to get more. I'm excited to get more styles. I love the Cool Breeze. I need to order more of the Cool Breeze. Yeah, Cool Breeze is great. And they're, I mean, they're designed to help with overheating. So, uh, you know, on a fitness podcast, that does make sense. So you can exercise in these. They're made in the USA. That's another good sign. Yeah. Support. I think GQ said that they're the best underwear to prevent overheating. Yeah. GQ, they're on board with it. Yeah, man. Pair of Thieves is legit. We love them. And you should love them, too, because for a limited time, this month only, our listeners, the dumb bell, bell babies, get 20% off the first order of Pair of Thieves by going to pairofthieves.com slash dumbbells. Yep, that's get 20% off when you go to pairofthieves.com slash dumbbells. Go set yourself up. That's a sizable savings, yeah. y'all. 20% off. There's a money-back guarantee. You can rock some cool breeze. You can rock some cool socks. You can rock some good undershirts. Pairofthieves.com slash dumbbells. Get that 20% off now. Let me go. My mailman's at the door. Let me, he's my buddy. Okay. When it, when it does come to you at the gym, bell babies out there who are nervous about doing things, um, you're nobody's looking at you. No, but yeah, like um, I said, if you're worried about it, they ain't looking at you. Uh, but um, we have gotten a bunch of emails, um, and this is a question that uh, kind of cultivated a bunch over a bunch of emails that we did get. Um, people or or Instagram um, stuff. Uh, there's two questions basically that I I kind of want to weigh in on. Um, so, uh, so here, here it is the first one and they, they're kind of related to each other. The first one that people have, I've, um, noticed is asking like, Hey, I'm at the gym. I see an exercise. Um, I'll see somebody else working out. This is as far as other people working out who might be doing something wrong. Um, Mm. is it my place long and short of it? Is it my place to go up to them and, you know, let them know, especially if it's somebody that is working out by themselves. Um, like if they're, you know, um, uh, like you could see that they're could get injured stuff like that. Yes. Comes up a lot. So, uh, that's a question that comes up a lot. So, um, where do you stand on that stinger? Uh, being, I guess, you know, like being a community help, I guess, is the question or. Yeah, I don't. If it's done right, I don't have a problem with it. I personally never do it. Right. I, I just don't. Now, I, like, you're, you know, and, and there's 
and and the reason that I'm putting this all in one category is because there's people that are asking about things specifically. Like I saw a guy doing dumbbell curls and I saw him using his back and using momentum. Like, do they do I tell that guy yeah. to keep his back straight or stand against a wall and, and do it slower and do it with lighter weight? You know, like, and that's like a specific question. And then there's ones that are like, hey, I saw somebody doing a deadlift and their like back is rounded and they could hurt themselves. Different question altogether. Um, but like, so when, what is the line? Yeah. If there is a line at all. Tough. I, I get, you, you know, you've helped people, right? I don't, I, like, if, if I'm at the gym, if it looks like they're gonna hurt, like, it looks literally in danger. And I'm talking about like if somebody is doing a squat and they're not coming back up and they haven't asked for anybody to spot them, I will get close. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, if, to, to bail somebody out. To bail somebody out. But if somebody is going to, if I've seen somebody doing a rep or two of a deadlift, which their back is rounded, I haven't said anything. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't say anything. I don't know if that's... But that's... I mean, they could get a hernia. They could, they could yeah. Get, I hurt themselves. Yeah, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't thing know if that. I am either, but it's just like... Um, somebody will. Yeah. I don't I get, know if it should be me. Maybe it should. I don't know. It's it's a hard thing. Here's what I'll say. If if you're really concerned and you could see like sometimes people are really structurally compromising themselves and you don't feel comfortable doing it. I personally don't. Um, but it's not wrong to really want to help people. Yes. I think what you could do if you're not comfortable yourself, you could find somebody that works at the gym right. and just say, Hey, look, I clocked this person. They're, they're rounding their back a lot. Cause I think if it comes from like a trainer of the gym, it's, it softens it a little bit yeah. as opposed to just somebody else. And I guess you did your job by doing that. Now, if that trainer goes like, yeah, I've seen that guy do it. I'll talk to him or going like, yeah. And then doesn't do it. That's on them at that point. That's too. on them. I mean, yeah. Cause I think, you know, gym gyms, you know, especially like the corporate gyms, they usually employ people that kind of uh, you know, their trainers ought, when they're not training people to kind of like roam the floors or whatever, it's yeah. a way that they can kind of meet people and get business for themselves. So that would be a pretty, I would say a pretty clinical way to do it to where sure. it does, That's it's smart. not offensive. That's smart. And if it has to be you, I think, um, if we were going to kind of coach you onto what to say, like if you do feel compelled to be a good Samaritan, I think you could say like, look, uh, I, uh, I have a lot of experience doing deadlifts and I noticed some things and I could give you a couple pointers if you're interested. Yes. And if they are immediately defensive or put the wall up, then you can kind of maybe kind of walk away. Right. But some people like people will email us all the time that kind of want the help. Yes. So maybe it's like a breath of fresh, uh, a breath, breath of fresh, of, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I wanted to say a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> People said no. Uh, <laughs> no, can't see no. Can't see no. Yeah, book right there. There's a book right there. So I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I'm, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed myself that I like him. <laughs> just watching a building burn and like yeah. just, you know. But then they're you know, focusing and, on myself. And I but, think um, that's I think that's a little different when you see somebody who could injure themselves compared to somebody who is using just a little momentum on using the curls. a little momentum on curls and just like trying to get it up and you know, you could just look at the dumbbells they're using and it's they're going heavy. They 
that yeah. might be just to feel better about themselves or whatever. And, you know, usually that's like the big dudes anyway or whatever, and you just don't want to necessarily. Yeah. Um, you know, because those are the same guys that could get offended and then try to watch your form and have something to say to you. So, And, and guys approaching girls, just be sensitive because girls get hit on a lot. Yes. And it's this it's this death by a thousand cuts thing to where it's like, man, a lot of times women just want to go to a gym and exercise and yep. they're constantly being hit on. And that, you know, even if your intentions are pure, uh, questionable, right. Uh, you know, be sensitive of that. that they sure. may just want to fucking be left alone. The bigger you know? their headphones are, the less they want to see you because <laughs> yeah. they're showing you. Yeah. That they have big ass headphones. Right, on. they are. Yeah, they trying to tune you they out. They have, and they're and they're making a. F- so if you have your headphones in and you have a tiny ones that you can't see, and they have the big ass ones, they're trying to show you from yeah. a distance that they're not listening to anything. That's a uh, that's a visual cue, homeboy. Yes. That's a visual cue. Um, and then on the other side of that coin, other questions we've gotten on Instagram on um, on. Email has been a question that that is like sometimes I see an exerciser using a machine at the gym that I want to try, um, but I don't know what it's called or what the movement is or how to do it correctly. Is it okay to approach a person um, and ask them what they're doing? If it is a movement that you feel like you can do, I, I say yes. Yeah, 100%. Usually the people that are doing it are happy to do that. It's um, And uh, on that side of it, I say if you're social – if Socially at the gym, you you feel like you can walk up to somebody and ask them a question. That's such a good thing. Yes. Um, or maybe point out a bug that they didn't see. <laughs> There's a bug right there. There's a bug right there. <laughs> uh, you know, and you can either ask that person because you feel like that movement is correct or, you know, it's the machine that is used. Or check in with somebody that works at the gym. Yeah. And ask them how to use the machine that's there, or how most people use it. Now, if it's like somebody doing... And it's because I'm focused in that right now, like some kind of dumbbell or um, kettlebell movement or flow that you're interested in. You might need to ask that person specifically um, what they're working on. Yeah, that may transcend the information that you could get from a gym employee. Right. Gym employee is always safe and diplomatic. Right. Um, and then also, I would say etiquette, you know, just make sure the person's finished with their set. Yes. In case you don't know. I mean, some people know that, but if, in case you don't, make sure that they're finished with their set, they're safely, they've safely racked whatever weight they're using. Sure. Yeah. And then kind of time your approach there. Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, most reasonable people are, are happy to at least tell you what it's called. Yeah. Um, and then you can go kind of like look it up, you know, or figure it out on your own. Um, at the some y, people will probably show you how to do it. At the Y, there's um, uh, a, like a heavy bag and uh, a speed bag and all that stuff in the corner, which I love. And even though I've been away from actually sparring or doing any, like, kickboxing, I will do bag work for a full workout sometimes. Oh, fun. And I'm back there in the corner, and, you know, um, and there has been a couple of people that have come out while I am over there and just being like, hey, I'm going to hit the bag. Can Am I jabbing correctly or whatever, like watch my feet. And it's just like, cool. Um, it it does feel good to like be in that corner doing your thing, just doing your thing. And people think that, you know what they see. Yeah. Like what they say. Yeah. Think that, yeah. Think that you have the form or whatever it is that, you know, is doing it correctly. Yeah. So that's good. 
Yeah. Uh, and then people want to fight me. Yeah. Which I am ready for. <laughs> people have approached me like when I'm hitting a heavy bag and they're like, oh, I thought there was like a small fire that you were trying to pad out on there <laughs> that I was missing. <laughs> <laughs> based on how erratic and <laughs> sloppy your movements were. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm just, you know, working out. Like, yeah. Oh, well, oh weird. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You only All have right. one glove on. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. The other one's for slaps. <laughs> <laughs> you um, keep stopping and dropping and rolling. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. taking breaks in between yeah. more rounds. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird to roll under the bag. Nah, I, I think it's it's a way you'd get away. Um... <laughs> It's called evasive maneuvers. I don't have all day to tell you. Oh, man, there was this one kid. I I, I think he was like senior in high school or something at the Y. And I was using the bag and and he asked for me, like he pointed at my headphone so I'd take a headphone out. And he took it out and he goes, hey, can you watch my form? I was like, sure, man. Yeah, no problem. I was like in between um, uh, rounds or whatever. And he just stood in front of the bag, like squared up, and no gloves on, just started punching it as hard as he could, <laughs> really close up. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what do you think of my form? I'm like, uh, I don't know. He goes, never boxed before. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, put some gloves on because you don't want to hurt yourself because you're hitting the bag real hard. He goes, yeah, I can hit it hard. I went, all right, buddy. Well, next time you're over here, you better put some gloves on. Aww. And I was just like, that was really sweet. Yeah. But dangerous. Right. On a scale of one to ten, uh, you got a three, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got a two. Then I knocked him out. <laughs> 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 oh, kids. Um, but yes. Uh, so it was just kind of like, I know I stacked a bunch of uh, questions up in a row, but that's... Uh, they've been know, coming up. They've been coming up quite a bit, and we want to make sure that we're answering, like, gym etiquette stuff, and, and yeah. that's a good way uh, to kind of, you know, blanket statement, you know, trust your instincts, um, and if not, like, trust the people at the gym to be your eyes and ears. Yeah. Uh, is the long and the short of it. Right. I, it, just, uh, it just is a way to make maybe make it a little less personal. I think sometimes people will take it real personal. Like, yeah. you're just a patron here how yeah. dare you critique the form yeah where's your where's your um your purple shirt with the planet fitness logo on it yeah how dare you um uh i liked around my back what is this germany <laughs> hitler what uh cool man um yeah so yeah if you guys have questions for us please uh reach us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com yeah. we'll weigh in we will um also if you want to reach us still through our social media, you can do so at um, at the dumbbells on all social media pl- platforms. Also, quick plug for us yes. or me. Yeah, plug it. Um, three weeks now of Tacoma FD on True TV. I want you guys to watch it. If you are watching it and you're a bell baby, thank you so much. Love it. Uh, maybe a little hashtag pick proof that you're watching it. Yeah. Maybe while you're working out. I, I don't, eh, it's not a workout show but maybe it is Did it. we'll pick we'll pick somebody that has uh a fun pick proof and yeah. give them a dumbbell sweatshirt sure let's do that for that um uh we'd love it love that people are watching it and uh and reaching out to me that's been really awesome uh we're gonna have a couple more of the cast members as guests coming up i think we have gabe for next week yeah um and uh hassie uh harrison as a guest in uh, a couple of weeks from now so um you know, keep listening to the podcast, keep watching the show if you're watching the show, or check out 
uh, Tacoma FD on True TV Thursdays at 10.30 p.m. You guys should watch it. I'm a, like a been in comedy a long time, and so I'm jaded. It's hard. You know, Eugene knows it's hard. Yeah. You respect shows, you know, because sure. you're like, okay, this it makes me laugh, guys. Hey, check it out. It's, it's legit funny. It's funny. It's fun. It's dumb. Yeah. It's like what you want if you're at home and watching. It's silly. It's a, it's a blast. It's yeah. a fun, silly. It's yeah. great. It's yeah. not, it's not knocking down any new walls. Uh, but sometimes it's fun to just fucking look at those walls. Right? Yeah. And I, I don't know if I've, I've seen anything like that come out recently, Yeah, you know, to where it's like the object, it's objectively funny. Like they're just, tr- you're just out there being funny. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Good. Check it out and, uh, give us some pick proof and then win yourself a dumbbell sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. All right. So, on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. There's a bug right there. That was a hit, guys.